surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It. This is your host, Taylor, and today is a super special episode, unlike one I think I've ever done before. Uh, Today, I have got my partner, Zach, with me, and he's going to be answering some of y'all's questions. So we're very excited about this. Y'all asked a lot more questions than we had anticipated and some like very, very good questions. So um, I don't know where this is going to go. I also, it hurts for me to talk right now because my body is kind of falling apart. So Zach has been super helpful and sweet and helping to take care of me while I'm falling apart. Um, But yeah, so Zach, how do you feel going into this? I feel good. (laughs) This is my second podcast. Yeah, second podcast. With me? Uh-huh. I've been on a few other podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I but I told you. not your second one with me. This is well, your first the first, ba- the Bachelorette one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Zach did do like a Patreon um, episode with me recapping mm-hmm. Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, true. True, true. Yeah. Okay. And now we get to talk about it. That's my favorite catchphrase. Let's talk about it. Always. Every conversation. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good name for a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it made sense. Um, so there's a lot of questions here. And Zach has kind of looked over the questions, but he doesn't know which order I'm going to ask in or what question I'm going to ask when I ask it. This feels fun. I feel sneaky. <laughs> okay. First question. What nationality are you? Well, I am Canadian, but my ethnicity is Palestinian, Jordanian mix. And then on my mom's side, I'm Dutch. Mm-hmm. And that goes back through to like a couple of countries in Europe, like Germany and mm-hmm. England and all that good stuff. Yeah, there were like several kind of iterations of this question of what's your ethnicity slash religion? Where are you from? (laughs) All those questions. (laughs) Well, religion, I'm pretty agnostic. I think that there's like a higher power out there, Mm -hmm. something more spiritual, but I'm not necessarily religious at all. And... um, Yeah, I'm from Canada, born and raised in Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you do for a living? So I work at a management consulting firm. And for the last five years, I've done consulting or some variation of consulting. Um, And uh, the focus of the consulting that I've done is in in a, a section called design thinking. 
which is about helping people who are actually facing these problems come up with the solutions to their own issues. And yeah, that involves doing focus groups, building prototypes, testing it with whoever is mm-hmm. the problem haver, and then developing a solution around that. But now... <laughs> but now, yeah, I'm just switching jobs and um, I'm going to be working with a venture capital company on building up their accelerator and working with founders who are looking to start their businesses. Yeah. Community development. That's your jam. Mm-hmm. You love connecting people. Yeah. Um, this question came up so much. Do you know what question that is already? What's my favorite thing about Taylor? <laughs> oh my God. I can't laugh. It hurts to laugh. Oh my God. My, muscle, my muscles hate me right now. Uh, what's his favorite thing about you? What's your favorite quality about Taylor? Um, favorite thing about yourself and favorite thing about Tay? Um, yeah. Many iterations of that. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite thing? My one favorite thing? <laughs> or <There's> so many. <laughs> I mean, you so can many. go. I mean, I'm here to, I'm listening. Well, I think if I, if I can root it down to one thing, I think it's your authenticity. I think that, you know, you approach any situation as yourself, like your full self. Mm-hmm. And I've never known you to be one to filter. I've never known you to be mm-hmm. one to um, kind of like beat around the bush with what you're saying or what you're thinking. And you always show up as as who you are and, and that is like the collection of your experiences and that's the mm-hmm. collection of your, your learnings and your knowledge. And you always bring uh, that one tailor to any situation. And I love that about you because it does make for some very funny conversations. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot. But, yeah. uh, but it's always real and it's always genuine and and... I love it. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and there were questions like on that piece as well. Gosh, where do I find it? <laughs> well, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, there was a question down here that I just saw. Um, do you have single brothers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one, one single brother. In Toronto. Other, one, other one's taken. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. I will matchmake though. If it's will a good you? fit. Will you? <laughs> Send me your profile on um, Instagram. I like this one. What are the ways that Taylor shows up for you, big and small? Well, I think like a small one is acts of service. Mm-hmm. You know, I was making sure I'm hydrated through my work day. Gotta be hydrated. Yeah, gotta stay hydrated. Um, I mean, I like physical touch and, mm-hmm. you know, we all, we have that chemistry that <laughs> yep. that sexual chemistry, that, you know, romantic chemistry. And, and I think you show up for me that way in bigger ways. I mean, you're also willing to support, right? Like mm-hmm. just with this job switch, you're, quick to support me with whatever that means like I could do this job in Seattle or LA or Vancouver Toronto or whatever it is but 
you're just so open to supporting me on my with my professional ambitions and kind of like going wherever mm-hmm. is necessary. And uh, I think that support means a lot to me. Yeah. And it's big. Big yeah. support. Big support. <laughs> um, have you dated a person of color before? This is something I asked you like when we very first started mm-hmm. talking. Talking. Yeah. yeah, I've dated many people of color. Um, like with multiple ethnicities, mm-hmm. Lebanese, um, Malaysian, um, like black American mixed with like white Canadian. Um, and I guess it also depends on what dating means these days. <laughs> like I think more than, more than just fuck, more yeah. than just fuck. Yeah. Then, then I've dated three people of yeah. color. Yeah. Have you dated? An Indian. Yeah. Yeah. So four. Yeah. Have you dated an American before? Never an American. I've not dated an American. You're the That's first. The biggest handful. <laughs> um, what is the biggest difference you're noticing living in the U.S. and not Canada? Not to say that you are living in the U.S., but like you've been here for a minute right now. So I think mm-hmm. that's what they're referring yeah. to. Yeah, just being here. Yeah. I think, well, I don't know. I think the world was less different before COVID. Mm-hmm. I think there weren't as many differences. Um, well, maybe I take them. <laughs> you take, take them back. back. I mean, you think politically? The yeah, politically, I think there there was differences, but you know, the idea was the same. And I think it's not just before COVID. I think it's like before Trump too. Mm-hmm. Um, before Trump and before COVID, Canada and the United States weren't that different. I mean, I would go to yeah. New York, I'd go to LA, visit friends all around the US and and the differences weren't that stark. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did Habitat for Humanity, went to Georgia, went to F- Texas, went to Florida. Um, How built, much did you love homes. those areas? Well, I loved him. I did like him actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this was probably like Yeah, pre-Trump, pre-just overt racism too yeah everyone was just there seemed to be more cohesiveness Mm -hmm. but now definitely you know because of this last president um a lot of division and i think there's a lot of polarity now and in canada you know there's some of that some quebecers you know they still want to leave canada Mm -hmm. they have their own grudges Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think the fabric of society is pretty cohesive in Canada. And um, people are willing to, people are willing to kind of, I guess, limit their freedom, if I was to say, Mm -hmm. put it, sum it up in a word, for a greater good, exactly. So that greater good exists. Definitely. But um, yeah, that's kind of my take. Yeah. Did you like cats before Lily? I like this question. Yeah, I did. (laughs) So I've actually grown up with cats yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah, I had one cat named Callie. She was in the family for like ten years, mm-hmm. and then uh, she passed away. And then we got two cats. And then one of those cats was named Lily. Crazy enough, <laughs> the other one's named. And that Harvey. was one of the first things that like you told me when we met, and I was like, "Oh my god, why do you have a cat named Lily too?" Yeah, yeah. Small world. 
was, it was a moment. You don't even know what was going on in my head. Um, number one reason for veganism. There's plenty of reasons, but what's your number one? Yeah, I think my number one reason was always health. Um, I made the switch three years ago, probably three and a half years ago. And it was because of like these chronic health issues in my dad's side with stroke and heart disease and diabetes. Mm-hmm. So essentially I looked up, how could I live a healthy, long, uh, long life um, in old age, an active life too? And what was the best diet to support that? And veganism and vegetarianism kind of just kept popping up. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cut out meat. I'm going to cut out meat, cold tofu mm-hmm. and uh, just not touch the stuff. And it was hard because I was such a carnivore. Yeah, you were eating like vegan. a shit ton of eggs, you told me beforehand. I was like, oh, that sounds gross. Yeah, every day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would, I would say health is the number one reason for going vegan. Well, on that note, what meal do you make if trying to make a good first impression? I would always opt for the green curry, the Thai oh, green curry. Okay, yeah. okay. I was I expecting to you to say one. stir fry. Stir fry is like, I think green curry is like one level above. It's like a stir slightly fry. fancier stir fry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's different. It's unique. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you get your beard so perfect? I trim it. <laughs> trim and shave. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got to shave the top along the line and then just trim the bottom. Um, one thing that attracted you to Tay. I mean, I think of first, like reflecting on it, our first impression, my first impression of you is probably your smile. And I think you had such a big beaming smile and, you know, we were in this. (laughs) What? Yeah, because I was so scared of you. Yeah, maybe it was a nervous smile, but I liked it. I liked it, it was. It was a. It was literally like, a, oh my god, don't talk, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. Go away. What's he doing? He's too hot. <laughs> I was like, he's hot. Yeah, I think it was a smile. It was just like very. I was cheesing. You're cheesing. Wide mouth smile, just like looking so happy, so cute. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this girl's. So damn hot. And I love her smile. And I want to just talk to her all evening. So I think it was also the openness to talk and just chat. Mm -hmm. Because we probably talked like five hours at night. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess just your openness and Mm -hmm. how cute you are. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Similar. What did you think when you first met Taylor? Um... Let's see. Experience seeing Taylor's posts about you prior to making things official, um, sharing who you were, has being within Taylor's influencer spotlight changed anything for you? If yes, what? Has anything changed for me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I have probably like 2,000 more followers. Shout out to those those 2,000. <laughs> Shout out to dedicated people. Yeah. Um, appreciate my fans. Oh, God. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't think anything's really changed for me. Um, well, being in Seattle, I guess. 
yeah, but like how influencer. Hmm. Yeah, it's like your experience seeing my posts about you prior to us being official. Oh, my experience. You always knew. Like I always, it's like a two-part question, same person. Okay. But like before I would post anything that was about you, mm-hmm. I let you know. Yeah, you did. I mean, I got the name Totham guy. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm so happy is I'm so surprised dead. that you even said it. <laughs> Because you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my favorite nickname. But, uh, like, I don't I don't think life has changed too much, right? No, I For mean, me. I think when I, like, back last December and stuff, when I was, like, in your office space, I think that was different for you because people kind of knew and mm-hmm. all of that. I guess a lot of, I'm, a lot of my friends do know who you are. Mm-hmm. And do watch The Bachelor, so. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun question. Let's hear it. When did you know you were in love with Taylor? Ooh. That's dun, a dun, fun dun, one. Dun. Hmm. That's a big one. Which you've already told me somewhat. Yeah. I, I mean, forget this shit because I need to hear it like over and over and over. And I then think, I fully remember. Yeah. Well, it's important to kind of reiterate it. Mm-hmm. I knew I fell in love with you when we we're actually near Alki, Alki Beach, and we we're sitting on the concrete. Um, I don't know. We like mm-hmm. hop the fence. I don't know how to describe it, but it's near the ocean, near the sound. Yeah, where you see Mount Rainier to your left and the Olympics to your right. Yeah. Okay. And we we're just sitting down, hanging out, and uh, it wasn't. It's pretty cool, um, but it was in the summer, mm-hmm. and we we're just hanging out, having a good time, looking at the sunset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, I really love doing this with you." And it was such a small, simple thing, and we we're mm-hmm. just chatting and having a good time. It's my mom. My mom wants to know all this. <sighs> mom, you're cock blocking. Okay. Sorry, Crystal. Yeah. Keep going. Cock blocking my romantic moment. Yeah. So essentially, I was just sitting that sitting there with you, and um, we had such a great day. And I wanted to have more days like that with you. Mm-hmm. And um, you just been always so caring up to, up until that point. And I was like, wow, I think I love this girl. Mm-hmm. And then went away back to Toronto, and just definitely felt it while away. But didn't really want to say it on the phone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then said it in August when I came here to see you again mm-hmm. yeah was it october august august because then i went back again then came back again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah Aww. how about you when did you know you love me literally when i saw you <laughs> <laughs> love at first sight My heart. um no literally like when we first talked afterwards mm-hmm I was still in a relationship at the very end of it. It literally was already crashing and burning. And we did have like layers of openness in that. And so I went back and told him and I was like, oh yeah, like I just met this guy. I think he wanted to make out with me. It's like, I think he wants to kiss me. Mm -hmm. And I like listed off like all these things about you. I was like, he was so, so handsome. And he was tall and... She has a cat named Lily. 
and he's vegan and he doesn't drink. And he was like so warm and just like genuine. And he's like interested in like different kinds of relationships. And like, he really likes plants. Mm-hmm. And like, I said all this and like his first response was like, well, good for you. Sounds like you like, you know, met your next boyfriend or sounds like you like found, you know, Mr. Perfect or like, guess you found your hus- husband, something. Oh, you sounds like you're like already in love with something. And I was like, <laughs> No, but like, I just think he's really great. And so I think like, A, he was like projecting, but at the same time, I was like, he probably was picking up what I actually was thinking, but hadn't like connected it yet. Mm. But no, yeah, I for sure was like already so obsessed with you from like the first day, you know, that's why I ran away from you at camp. You did? Yeah. Couldn't find you. I know. I was scared. I'm scared of you. It definitely would have made out. Um, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. We're going to take a short break right here. I want to remind all of you lovely listeners that we have an amazing sponsor of the podcast, BetterHelp. And I want us all to kind of check in with our mental and emotional states right now and just kind of check in and see how you're doing. Um, are you feeling satisfied? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling like you could use a little bit of extra support or that you need help? Either one is totally okay and there's no shame in it whatsoever. And for those of you who haven't heard me talk about BetterHelp before. It's an online professional counseling service. So not a crisis line, not self-help. It is legitimate online professional counseling from licensed therapists. Um, And in fact, they've actually had so many people using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Um, So this this little check-in here is for not only those um, who are wanting or needing support, but those who can also offer it. Um, So I really want to encourage y'all to check out BetterHelp. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash talkaboutit. You can join over a million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash talk about it. So be sure to check them out and take advantage of this little discount because I know sometimes therapy does not always feel affordable. So I'm super happy to partner with BetterHelp and to offer this lovely, lovely discount for y'all. So with all that said, we can now get back to the show. Um. So another question that we have here is, what do you think about having so much of your relationship in the public sphere? It's definitely different. It's a new one. It's a new one. Um, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't think it, I don't think it delegitimizes anything or like makes it less authentic. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it plays into what I like about you, which is your authenticity. And I think, you sharing that with your followers and the people in your life, even if it's on a public medium, is totally fine with, fine for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some moments where we're just like, you know, not for Instagram, but um, yeah, and we keep those fans. for ourselves. Twenty twenty one. Who knows? Who knows what twenty twenty one is going to bring? Oh, I can't laugh. <laughs> it hurts so bad. I need my heating pad. Um, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something on that and I forgot because it hurt to laugh. Um, another question of what do you think of Vanessa and Josh? 
I think they're adorable. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're a great couple. Mm-hmm. Met them both, got a chance to hang out with them, and you can tell Josh and Vanessa are so in love with each other. So mm-hmm. it's amazing to see them get engaged and get married soon. So, Which, you know, the day that you like asked me to be, that you said you wanted to like commit, essentially, was the day that they got engaged. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> when you went out to the mountain and I oh, like, yeah. had our solo days apart mm-hmm. and then when you came back and you were like, yeah. I was like, oh, did you have any, you know, life re- revelations up there at the mountain? I was like kind of being sarcastic, but then you were like, yeah, I did. And I was like, <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, you want to talk about it? You're like, yeah, we can later. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then that's when you said it. But yeah, that day, that was the day that they got engaged. Wow. Well, your soul sisters, you and Vanessa. So we are. We that are. makes total sense. Um, <clears throat> and on that note, what made him decide he wanted more commitment after having a sexual relationship? Mm. Mm. I know some people waiting for this answer from you too. <laughs> <laughs> we can always pass. I don't want to pass. We don't have to pass on that. I think it was, um, I think it was a mutual thing. I mean, feelings develop and, mm-hmm. you know, emotions develop. And I think, you know, it's not, I think we both wanted something more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying on different like time frames. Yeah. Initially we were on different Like January, frames. I was like, mm, pull up. Yeah. And maybe January, also like. like Maybe now? September. <laughs> we pull up. In September, I pulled up. <sighs> September, you fireside. pulled up. No, you pulled up in Fireside. fireside. <laughs> You're like, hey, girl, where are you at? And I was like, ah. You're like, ah, oh, run away. Yeah. Yeah. I had not pulled up. Well. January, you pulled up in January. I pulled up. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> I told you, you could have passed. <laughs> <I could've> passed. <laughs> you said, uh-uh. Well, no, I think timing for sure. Yeah. Uh, like around January, you wanted to date. And then I also wanted to remain open, mm-hmm. but still see each other. But not, I think, I think there's like commitment to like an actual relationship and then not just being sexual. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a difference there. And I think we both still wanted a sexual sexual relationship we both had like emotional feelings for each other Definitely. but we were on different time frames of wanting to commit to that mm-hmm. i would agree with that and then come june right mm-hmm. i think timelines aligned and yeah it was just such an amazing experience being here with you and being in Seattle with you. And I wanted more and I wanted what you wanted as well, which is uh, a deeper relationship. So mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. how we're here right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you liked our distance in March either. I think you missed me. I did miss you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed you a lot. I missed you too. Yeah, I did. Um, and next question, favorite thing about Seattle? Mm. I think it's all the nature that's around this city. 
mm-hmm. so beautiful. Like you can walk 20 minutes and you're at the sound or you can walk, uh, you know, 20 minutes up the hill and you're at this beautiful park overlooking the Space Needle and it's just so scenic. Cary Park. Yeah. And then Mount Rainier is so close by and I want to climb her. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's my goal. You trying to get real intimate with Rainier? Mm-hmm. I want to be all over her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone asked, what was really on Taylor's pants? What was really on Taylor's pants? You don't remember? No, I don't remember. Babe, <laughs> you put on your story. Oh. <laughs> so for those not that don't follow Zach, uh, mistake, uh, first off. But second off, uh, yeah, he shared a story of me on election night in my sweatpants and wild hair. And I had like a giant wet spot on my crotch. Yeah. That was from the, the water on my hair. <laughs> Babe, leave it at literally that. just flew out of my nose. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Um, He said, I don't believe she peed her pants equal. You should believe it. (laughs) It could happen. It could, but I do not. Um, Do you want kids? I'm undecided on kids at the moment. I think they're great. You're really great with kids. Naya loves you. Yeah, I love being around kids. Mm. Fellow pa- fellow Palestinian here, how in touch are you with your mixed heritage? It's mm. a good question. I mean, when I grew up, actually, my Palestinian heritage and and culture was kind of like what I was closest to. Mm-hmm. Growing up with my cousins and my uncle and my aunts on my dad's side, um, we'd celebrate, you know, all the major holidays with them. A lot of the food would be Middle Eastern when we go to their house. They're Muslim. So while I wouldn't observe, you know, the traditions, they do. And uh, mm-hmm. celebrate, eat together and that kind of stuff. So I even tried fasting for two years and it was hard. Yeah. yeah. When I was in grade six, it was tough. Yeah. So I, I was growing up, when I was growing up, I was in touch with that side more so than I am now. And now I'm trying to kind of get reconnected to it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to do that by having a little pilgrimage with the Hebea brothers <laughs> going from Monaco to Jordan to Palestine. Yeah. Maybe Dubai. <laughs> but like, <laughs> when? After COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got to be safe. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, do you think Lily loves you more than Taylor does? I think these days she does because I feed her in the morning. <laughs> more than I love you? More than you love me? Yeah. What do you mean? What does the, what Lily, do you think Lily loves you more than I do? More than Taylor oh, does? no. No. <laughs> <laughs> totally misheard that question i thought it was if lily loved me more than you <laughs> no no okay no, no, no. no i think you love me more okay good yeah because lily still loves me oh wow do you feel as a canadian quote like you live above a meth lab aka <laughs> above the united states 
Damn. (laughs) Yeah, that's intense. Um, A lot of people have had questions on this. So please tell me about the quarantine process in Canada. I'm going next week for six days. Um, People ask Mm. about your travel back and forth, if you've felt um, scared traveling back and forth, all of that, which we have done in a IGTV on. (laughs) Your face is not in it. (laughs) This is before I showed your face. Um, But yeah, so we we have that that people can refer to, but... Any feelings you want to share around that whole process? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you're traveling to Canada for six days, is it like really worth it? Maybe because you got a quarantine for 14. Yeah, um, like how are you only going for six days? I don't understand that. That doesn't sound safe. Yeah, or makes sense to me. Okay. But I mean, if they're quarantined at their partner's house, maybe that makes sense too. Don't know. But any feelings about traveling back and forth? Yeah, I think for me, it's less scary than I initially thought it was. And I think traveling is relatively relatively safe. Everyone's wearing masks. Everything's sanitized. Um, airports have HEPA filters. Planes have HEPA filters. Um, you get a Purell, like pocket Purell when you fly on the plane too. So mm-hmm. I think it's relatively safe. Um, do I recommend doing it? Probably not, like not really, not at this time, especially since everything's skyrocketing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think if you, if you have to travel, um, just know that it's it's relatively safe to do so because mm-hmm. of all the protocols in place. Yeah, yeah. Quarantining sucks. Fourteen days of isolation is not the easiest. Mm-hmm. Which you've done three times now. I've done three times now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got him a face shield to wear in addition to his mask in the airport and on the airplane. And, of course, this last trip, he did not take it to the airport with him. Uh, but, yeah, I will not be traveling anytime soon. Not on an airplane. Um, Road trips only. Yes. What have you learned about the influencer world that shocked you? Hmm. That shocked me. Um, oh my God, I don't know. Is no, I feel like I know. I what feel do you like know? I know what's shocked you. you. Tell me. Just how, oh my God. Sorry, y'all. I'm like, really, my body's falling apart as we record this. It hurts. Um, 27 going on. Seriously. 45. 60. 60. Damn. Um, yeah, I think part of what, has shocked you is like the the marketing piece of how like in my ads it's like you know I'm an object for a brand mm. like the or maybe that part of the world hasn't shocked you but maybe like my description of it where it's just like I'm like very blunt about it I'm like yeah like I'm you know, an object for a brand to use and like we're partnering together and it's this thing, but at the same time, it's like, it's business. Oh yeah. I think that's, I don't know, maybe less shocking to me. I think the level of consistency that's needed on it is pretty shocking. Mm. You got to be on it. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Responsive, responding. Mm -hmm. could be a lot. Yeah. In my view. I'm just like a normal blue collar nine to fiver. Mm-hmm. So it's a different world. Super. 
Uh, is he not interested in monogamy? I think monogamy could have its place in a relationship. Definitely does. A lot of people are happy in monogamous relationships, but I say like, you know, also a large part of the population aren't happy in those monogamous relationships and maybe would like the freedom of expressing themselves and, and their sexuality or their relationship preferences in different different ways. So, yeah, I think I'm more curious about like the non-monogamous mm-hmm. side of life and like non-monogamous relationships. Yeah. Yeah. They seem more fun. They seem like more genuine at times. They allow for more like expression in your life with different people and yeah I think it just seems like a a more fun path hmm. personally mm-hmm. um how would you consider how would you define the structure of our relationship in terms of monogamy I mean I don't know I'd say monogamish you better know we talked about it <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a monogamish. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty monogamous right now, but, you know, this pandemic kind of makes seeing other people or exploring other relationships a little bit, um, a little bit harder. Yeah. So monogamous with, with openness attached to it. That's how I would view it. How about you? Yeah, I say monogamish. Essentially monogamous right now, but it's an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how so, I look at it. Yeah. Um, how was the sex club experience for you? Mm-hmm. I shared on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, my whole experience with being at the sex club. Yeah. What people want to know from you. Sex club. Uh <laughs> Or you well, I've been before. Yeah. I've been a few times before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little less novel for me, but going with you is new. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, it was fun because I was sharing that experience with you and um, it was your first experience. So yeah, I don't, also it's kind of like a mixed mixed bag you never know what you're gonna get when you go to a sex club Mm -hmm. like it's a different crowd each time I think it was just fun to explore and and be open with you and do something totally new and um I liked it Mm -hmm. I liked it I think Toronto needs a more modern one yeah (laughs) with better music the music was terrible or we need to go on a better night or a better night yeah 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 not electro night Mm -mm. or like techno night or whatever it was yeah. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. I had a lot of fun with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Um, favorite, ta- fa- <laughs> favorite habit that Taylor has? Favorite habit? Yeah. Hmm. 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 A habit. A habit. Maybe one to think on. I'll think about that one. Um. <clears throat> Someone said, just an observation, Zach has such a calm, collective, collected, and supportive demeanor. You do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How old are you? 
I'm 28. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see. What question do I want to ask you next? If you speak Arabic, if you've been to Jordan, I think you kind of answered both of those. Yep, don't speak Arabic, unfortunately. Yeah. How long have you been vegan for? Three and a half years. Did you know who I was before hooking up with me? I did not know who you were. Yeah. I mean, once we actually hooked up, once we actually had yeah. sex, you know, because we had yeah. talked about it. But but when I first met you, I didn't know. Did you watch yeah. the show? No, never watched The Bachelor in my life um, or The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Heard about it, but didn't really um, know anything about it. How do you feel when Tay posts more revealing pics? I know some guys would object. I think again, comes back to like authenticity. I think you look hot. I think you're rocking it. Mm-hmm. I am supportive of it. Um, yeah. I think you look like a babe and you're sending out a powerful message. <laughs> That's my perspective. Um, did you listen back to old podcasts to get to know Taylor better? If so, how far back? No, I didn't listen to old podcasts. Uh, actually, I did. I, I think it was your, I can't remember the episode type, but I think it was like your third episode. I listened to it. Third episode? That's like On Spotify. way far back. <laughs> Damn. You also did 100. You hit 100 by the time we met. So I hit 100. I did listen to your 100th episode. This time last year. Mm-hmm. A thousand reviews and 100 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I did listen to that one. Yeah. Um, your zodiac sign. I am an Aries. Mm-hmm. Myers Briggs. Do people care about that? ENTP. Some people asked about your Enneagram, but I didn't I think really you knew that. I know that one. Yeah. Didn't think you did? No. Um, let me see. Maybe I'll do that one tonight. Oh. What are your four top favorite things about yourself, <clears throat> Taylor, and us as a couple? Top four things about myself. Yeah. <laughs> One, I think um, I'm pretty ambitious. Like mm-hmm. I have ambitious goals. That's one thing I like about myself. For sure. Two, um, live an active lifestyle, and I love that. Like going hiking, climbing mountains, mm-hmm. riding bikes, swimming, surfing. He's a major the- bike rider. Yeah. Like major bike rider. I love the bike. I miss my bike. I know. So that's two, three. I, um, I'm pretty calm, level-headed, and I like that about myself too, but I'm very excitable. Mm-hmm. Like if I like the idea of something, I'm just, let's just go do it tomorrow. <laughs> that's that Aries though. You'd be real spontaneous sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, four things I like about Taylor. I like your authenticity, mm-hmm. of course. I like how caring you are, how supportive you are. I like that you're a boss babe, like, and ambitious. Mm-hmm. Podcast, um, Instagram, therapy, you know, doing your PhD mm-hmm. in sexology. I think that's also attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like that. Um, 
I like that you're willing to try new things and like do do different things that mm-hmm. that might be out of your comfort comfort zone, like renting a van or <laughs> and getting a yeast infection and a UTI. Not showering for yeah. four days. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. And then I'm like about to bust this dude in the face because he stole our camping site. Yeah, stole our fireplace site. You were so You're gonna patient go full... and so calm. Yeah. You said full Baltimore on him? Yeah, the Baltimore and the jersey. It was coming <laughs> out. I was like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four things I like about us. I'll do yeah. two, you do two. Okay. I like that uh, Like we're in this together, like this... COVID time, this crazy political time. That's in the one of your favorite States. things about our relationship. I like that we're here to support each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that, you know, I feel very cared for and supported by you and mm-hmm. that I like supporting and caring for you as mm-hmm. well at the same time. Yeah. 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 Um, for two, I would say one, that like we objectify each other sexually mm-hmm. and then like we always want to attack each other. And then we have like a lot of curiosity yeah. and safe space and exploration and pleasure in our sex life. Mm-hmm. That, 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 That's that makes me very happy. Me too. Um, one of my favorite things about us for sure. Um, and I would say my second is like our balance of like listening and communicating with each other. Like mm. <clears throat> I love I don't know. I just, I love how we do work through conflict. I know like we're still figuring out like the best ways that we want to do that, but it still is so nice. Like I do really appreciate how we communicate and I feel like we are very compatible in that because it's like, it's so easy to just be around you and it's so easy to like go through life with you, even though we're like in a fucking pandemic and live in different countries Mm -hmm. and... Yeah. All the all the obstacles, but all the obstacles. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that we objectify each other too. Yeah, I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hmm. let me see. There are so many good questions. Tips for men to be more into their sensuality hmm. and more embodied outside of sex. More embodied. What do you think they mean by that? Like more like embodied sexual the- sensuality outside of sex. Like more like comfortable within their body, more empowered within their body, experiencing less shame and mm-hmm. more like acceptance and embracing of their bodies outside of sex. That was good. That's she, a good one. She came with that question. She did come. I'm, tr- I'm going to think of an answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't leave Kiki. Yeah. On a limb there. Um thoughts on emotionally mature um, thoughts on emotional maturity among men, specifically in relationships. I feel like your social group in general is like very mature. Yeah. Canadians. Canadians. Um, yeah. I think we are pretty mature. I wonder how that comes to be. I think it's a lot of it is environmental, I gotta say. I think mm-hmm. it's like who you look up to who you talk to, you know, the level of conversations that you do have. One thing that I love about my friend group is that, you know, you can ask tough questions to them and, and they'll ask you tough questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or or help you see things in your life that you might not see or that you might be pushing yeah like away and they bring that forward and confronting that i think forces you to kind of be mature about it to begin with but then also forces you to think through like oh this is happening in my life and mm-hmm. and maybe i do need to give this a little bit more time to think over um when yeah. making a decision or or doing something like that i think also environmentally like it's like how you grow up and what what's the situation and circumstance mm-hmm. that you're growing up in. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, I feel like you'll be excited to talk about this question. Where is your favorite place you've traveled? Mm. Slash places. Now I know. Yeah, I love Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I love Tokyo, Japan. I think there's so much to do in that city. I was only only there for two weeks and I couldn't see it all. Because there's just endless things to do. If you're a foodie, they have all types of cuisine for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese food, I think, is is fantastic. And I did go before I was full vegan, so did have fish. Mm-hmm. And the sushi is unbeatable. Um, and then, you know, you have Mount Fuji. That's not too far. You can just take a train and backpack your way over there and climb Mount Fuji, if that's your thing. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. So I love Tokyo, um, karaoke bars, any bar. Actually, it's like insane. The nightlife there is insane. It mm-hmm. doesn't stop till like yeah. 5 a.m. I was very excited to learn that you enjoy karaoke when we did that with Vanessa and Josh. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's like a group. It'd have to be a group thing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. Karaoke is always a group thing. Although it could be like a fun date night. So like naked karaoke. They did that at the naked sex club. Naked karaoke, yeah. That's also a group thing too, right? Like it's yeah. just a little voyeuristic. Yeah. I just like love singing all the time. So mm-hmm. I think Bali too. I could see myself living in Bali. Mm-hmm. Cole Cole Farm next to the Green mm-hmm. School. That's where I would live. In like a little villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To serve. I have a few last questions here. <laughs> all of which I think are such good questions. I throw it. How do you do this? <laughs> it's a lot of talking. It is a lot. Do you want some water? Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, okay. So these last few questions. Um, are you intimidated at all by Taylor's strong sense of self? What's it like to date an incredibly powerful, strong, and world-changing woman? Boom. Whoa. Boom. World-changing. Whoa. You Girl, are coming many... in with the compliments. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. Yeah. How many DMs do you get where people are like, oh, like you talking about this topic made me see this in a different light or yeah. just following you? Is, yeah, you get so many of that, so much of that. Yeah. So you're a world changing woman. Yeah. What was the first question? It was, how do I feel? Are you intimidated, intimidated. at all by my strong sense of self? No, I think I'm drawn to it. <laughs> I think I'm attracted to it. I, yeah, I love it that you you are who you are unapologetically. So mm-hmm. that's definitely not intimidating. Yeah. So what's it like to date an incredibly powerful, strong, and world-changing woman? Well, I feel appreciative. I feel lucky. <laughs> I feel lucky and I feel... Um, like, I just want to keep supporting you so you can bring this difference to people's lives and feel mm-hmm. good about doing that. Yeah, sweetie. Okay. Last question here. 
Um, how did you learn to be such a loving and kind partner, especially with masculine socialization? I think that's a fantastic question. It's a good one. Exalted. It's a good one. Julia came in hmm. with the question. Yeah, Sorry, I there think... actually is one more question after this. Okay. But, yeah. I think the most seminal moment in my life, like by being around, from being around women and like maturing was when I went to uh, the Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. I knew it! I knew <laughs> you were going to say that one. When I went to the Philippines and I lived in this eco-hotel farm kind of thing. Literally the In the dream. middle of the province of like Pampanga was a province in the Philippines. Middle of nowhere. Are there provinces there? Or yeah, are you like just little, Canadian? Little provinces, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't go nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Think of it like a county. No, I know like, like what a province is, but I didn't know that in the Philippines, they referred to them as provinces. Mm-hmm. Small little provinces. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I feel like that's your Canadian <laughs> coming on. Are you colonizing the Philippines? Or maybe it's, maybe they refer to it as like a town, township or something. I don't know. It's a small town anyways. I get what you mean. Continue on. And uh, I was there with three women, all who were older than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like by age, but also by emotional maturity too. And mm-hmm. all three of them were very spiritual and kind, kind people. And just by being around like that feminine presence, like just makes you approach conflict in a different way. And, and we were all there for business mm-hmm. as a as consultants, but. Um, we lived together there for like four months, five months. So hmm. we learned things like nonviolent communication. Um, like, did you feel to, like you did communicate in that way previously to that? That like previously to going to the Philippines that you wouldn't have considered yourself like such a loving and kind partner? I think I was, but I think that was definitely like a shift mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I was probably not the most loving, kind partner in university mm-hmm. when we're all, when I was figuring this whole life thing out, right? Like yeah. When you're 18 or 19. Yeah. Usually like- You're not as, a bad a person, but exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that was a big learning mom- moment mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And then also having strong male mentors hmm. was has been important for me, like learning from- being able to call friends who are in, you know, committed relationships with kids who have that life experience, hmm. seeing how they do it, asking them questions, you know, mm-hmm. getting their, figuring out like how they approach life and how they approach relationships um, has definitely helped me in my own, mm-hmm. in my own life. So yeah. learning from others, definitely huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember before we had had our first sexcation and I stalked your whole Instagram and found all those Phyllis, all those photos from the Philippines. And I'm like, oh my God. So <laughs> I was like, why did I run away from him at Fireside? Oh my God. <laughs> um, but I saw all the, like some of the photos with those women mm-hmm. tagged photos. Cause I'm like an FBI agent. And, um, and yeah, it was so sweet. And like, they had like, you know, I was like, I was full stalker mode here and um, saw like the photos that 
that they had posted of you and like what they captioned. And I was just like, Oh my God, they like loved him so much. And like, (laughs) he created like such good, like relationships with these women. And that like really warmed my heart. Um, but also like your mom also is like very sweet. Yeah. My mom, even just like in her voice, (laughs) like she's so sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's so kind and caring and compassionate and yeah. Like, yeah, she is. She's a very sweet woman. Yeah, you are. So she sweet. has definitely raised me. Yeah, in such a way. Such but. a loving partner. So, last question here. Okay. What Do is you it? know what it is? No, I don't know. <laughs> I have to ask it because I know he's going to listen to this. What? What is it? Why does he like '80s style so much? Oh God. That question's from Rob. For those of you that like actually really follow me and know that Rob is like my chosen father, mm-hmm. um, who has like tormented almost every boyfriend that I've had, um, was laughing and poking fun at, at Zach for really liking a black and white um, like interior design style. Yeah, and Rob was like, "It's so eighty with some color." course some color to it yeah sorry rob i don't like 80s design sorry to burst your bubble Uh, (laughs) just like my style black and white just black white like me with gray and plants and all that kind of stuff color with a splash splash of gray color little accent wall of gray (laughs) i will be very interested to see how our styles come together me too I think it's going to work. For sure, a lot of plants. Oh, yeah. We counted up. I have 40 plants in this apartment. That's a lot of plants. That's I have 12? Yeah. Back in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay tuned, I guess. We'll stay see. tuned. You'll see what the, the true color palette yeah. of choices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any last things that you want to share about yourself or people um, or about us or about, I don't know, anything? I think that's pretty comprehensive. I don't know. It was. We went through a lot of questions. How do you feel? I'll give you, I'll give you a throat lesson <laughs> after this, I know. <laughs> um, but no, I feel, I feel good. And thanks for putting the questions out there. Yeah. Fans of Taylor, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm just looking forward to what comes next for us. Yeah. Stay I know tuned. I know your favorite question was, do you think Taylor is your person? I think Taylor, my favorite one was, when's the wedding? Explanation <laughs> yeah. mark, question mark, explanation mark. <laughs> I didn't ask those. Yeah. I'm surprised no one asked about pregnancy or like anything like that. No, I wouldn't put a pass. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen the responses to your stories. <laughs> true, true, true. Oh my God, no. There was one question actually that I don't think you saw. Oh my goodness. Hold on. It's on here. Did you see this? No. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> Well, we got a lot of fantastic questions. We also had some random questions. Some super random questions. Um, 
but yeah, no, I think if you really follow me and if you, um, really like listen to the things that I talk about, like I'm not at all in a place of like, you know, the full mindset of monogamy of like, he's the one, he's the person, my forever person, or of like, we gotta get married and we gotta have babies. Mm-hmm. Um, very much, very, very much happy with where we're at right now and excited Thank to you kind of like continue that and see where we go. And I'm like, so, so, so appreciative that as my body is falling apart, that you <laughs> are so caring and so sweet. And it makes me feel so much better because I feel so guilty about it. And I'm like, eh, I hate it. And I feel so bad that I'm like, just while you're here. <laughs> but. Well, you'll heal up soon. Yeah, hopefully. Um, well, thank you for being open to like letting people know more about you and learning a little bit about you and about how you are in our relationship and to hear from yeah. you a little bit more. You're not like the most active on social. So I don't think no, people, I step it up. yeah, I don't think people get a, get a good sense of who you are exactly. So well, I'm learning. That's what I'm learning from you. Partly. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be active. <laughs> learning from Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Courtney's cracking the whip. <laughs> yes. Courtney, my manager slash best friend slash everything. Um, Awesome. Well, speaking of your Instagram, I'll ask you like I ask every guest, where can people find you if they want to like follow up with you? <laughs> you can follow up with me at Zach in the Wild. And uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. That's, that's where you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> too funny. Okay. It's mostly Lily now and, and yeah. shots of the Space Needle. But yeah. yeah. Some other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, see you later. Let's talk about it, people. How do you usually close this off? <laughs> it's always awkward ending podcasts. Yeah, I never know how, how to. I have an outro that comes on oh, after this, but perfect. usually I'll just say thanks so much and I'll talk to you next time. You want to? I'm good. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for asking your questions and for listening with open minds, open hearts, open ears per usual. And we also have this on video and I'm not sure where it's going to go yet, but if it's going to go anywhere, it will likely go on Patreon. So you can check me out there, patreon.com slash Tamoka. And yeah, thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, try giving my podcast, Miraculous Mamas, a listen. Miraculous Mamas is a safe and inclusive place for you to find a huge amount of educational and relatable information about childbirth and parenting with absolutely everything in between. Each week we discuss important topics, share great resources, hear from experts, and listen to birth stories, all in an effort to bring you reassuring and informative experiences so that you know that you are not alone. That's all on Miraculous Mamas podcast. Look for the podcast link in the show notes or simply search for Miraculous Mamas on your podcast app. Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. 
Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your generosity.